Good morning. How are you? It's good. Great. So it's good to be together. Two weeks break, one week ministry, and one week family holiday. But it's good to be back. And I am excited about what I'm going to share with you because I'm going to share with you about growing in faith. Amen. Fantastic. Uh, could you just turn to somebody next to you and would you just pray a prayer of blessing over their life and just pray for them that God would speak to them. Come on. Father, we thank you for the gift of this time, the gift of this day, the gift of this gathering. Above everything, for the gift of your presence, the gift of your word, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would speak to us. Lord, how desperately we need to hear your voice, Lord. Not just sometimes, but every day. We need to hear your voice, Father. Speak to us from your word. We thank you that you are here. I pray that the eyes and the ears of our hearts would be open to see what you want us to see, God. Because we thank you that you've given us the power of imagination to be able to visualize and to see God. And we pray that our ears would hear your voice, O oh Father. And I pray that our response would be, would be that of faith and obedience, O oh God. Because that is what pleases you. Uh, that is what would bring you great glory. That is what would bring miracles and breakthroughs in our life, Father. And we would see transformation, not just in our lives, but in our city and our nation, Father. I thank you, Father, that great, that Lord, great things can happen as your children even take small but significant steps of faith, Lord. And so I pray today that faith would be strengthened, faith would be stretched, faith would be expanded, faith would be taken to another level, another dimension today as you open up your word to us, O oh Father. So we thank you and we commit this time into your hands, Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray and the people say, Amen. Amen. Good theology helps us to come to a place where we stand in awe of God. Bible study does not make God look tame. If your Bible study makes God look tame, you had a bad Bible study. When you have a good Bible study, you're in awe of who God is. God is unchangeable in His character, but He's absolutely unpredictable in His ways and His works. God is a powerful God. He's an awesome God. And if you think you've seen much, you don't know what lies ahead of you. God is about to do awesome things in your life, in my life. And He's constantly challenging our faith. He's constantly wanting us to grow in our faith. You know why? Because He wants us to have the ever-increasing joy of seeing Him do wonders in and through our life. See, God wants us to have joy. You want to have joy. Amen. This whole world is in pursuit of joy. They think they can buy it. They think they can earn it. But nothing comes close to having the supreme joy of God revealing himself to you. And how he does that is he tries to keep bringing you higher and higher into dimensions and levels of faith where you would see him do things you never, ever comprehended, never even conceived in your life. And scripture encourages us, it says that eye has not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. God's called you, beloved. God's called you. God's chosen you. And he wants to reveal himself in you, to you, and through you into this world. 
See, this world needs to know God. Our nation needs to know Jesus. This city needs to know Jesus. And you're the ones that God has chosen to display his glory and his power. Amen. And how God's going to do that? He's going to keep challenging your faith. See, God is an amazing God. He can make a way that seems to be, where there seems to be no way. You know, Psalm 77. I was encouraged by this verse in Psalm 77, verse, verse 18 to 20. Look at what it says. Uh, you know, who would try to think of making ways in such a place or, or making roads in such a place? Psalm 77, verse 18 to 20. Look at what it says. It says, the crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. The next verse, your way was through the sea. <laughs> you know what's that? That's God making the impossible possible. <laughs> your path was through the great waters, yet your footprints were unseen. <laughs> you see, God wants you to walk in a way. God wants you to walk in paths you have not comprehended. God is not a predictable God. India is going to see the glory of God. And they're going to see it through you. Amen. Miracles have to happen. You can never separate God and wonders. You can never separate God and miracles. You can never separate God and the impossible. If it's, if it's normal, if it's predictable, it's not God. It's not God. If it's God, you're going to lose your breath. You're going to be in awe. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. But verse 19, what it says, beautiful. Verse 19, your way was through the sea. Think about it. What was, what was possibly visualized for a few moments as the end was the beginning of something the world had never seen before. Your path was through the great waters, yet your footprints were unseen. My dear brothers and sisters, growing in God is growing in faith. It is impossible to grow in God without growing in faith. If you say, brother, I want to grow in God, you're indirectly saying, I want to grow in faith because there's no other way to grow in God. The book of Romans says in chapter 8, the just shall live by faith. Second Corinthians, Apostle Paul challenges the Corinthian church to not go by what is seen because he says what is seen is temporal. We walk not by sight, he said. We walk by faith. So how do we grow in faith is what I want to encourage you today and challenge you today, beloved. And you know what? I believe that at the end of this message, I believe God's going to challenge you. God's going to challenge all of you. He wants to make you uncomfortable, not simply to make you uncomfortable. Because he wants to take you into experiences you've never had till now in God. <laughs> Amen.
Growing in God is growing in faith. Does it mean that people who grow in faith don't doubt? No. You see, as God speaks to us, as God challenges us, we can experience doubts. But doubts that come from a heart that is positioned in faith and, a, and doubts that come from a heart that is conditioned in unbelief look completely different. You see, when you are growing in faith, you wrestle with things. You wrestle with what you see. You wrestle with things that you hear. And God understands that. He doesn't get freaked out that you, get, you wrestle with doubts. And so Mary asked when the angel Gabriel came and, and said that you shall conceive the most high. And she said, how shall it be? She was not rebuked for that question. He answered because he saw that her heart was positioned in faith. It says, with God, all things are possible. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Let it be to me according to your word. But a similar kind of question, similar sounding question was asked a little before by a man called Zacharias. He says, how can this be? And the same angel said, you will not speak till it happens. Similar sounding questions, but different conditions of the heart. Doubts are fine. We wrestle through it, but we don't let the doubt stop us from taking steps of faith. I want to ask you, brothers and sisters, has God been speaking to you? What is God speaking to you in this season right now in your life? What is God speaking to you right now in your life? Is God speaking to you? You may say, Shannon, I'm not even hearing God. What did He last speak to you that you didn't obey? What is He last challenging you to do that you've not obeyed Him? That's why you're not hearing Him till now, because God doesn't change topics like we like to do. I'm excited because I'm in a season of faith, of greater faith. God speaking, brothers and sisters. God is always speaking. Never accuse Him of silence. God is always speaking. Question is, are you listening? What is the basis of our present faith? How do we stand in faith now? When we look back at how we've experienced the goodness and the faithfulness of God. God started the journey of faith, not me. <laughs> God started it. He displayed His goodness. He displayed His love. He demonstrated His love. He blessed us while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He started it. I didn't. And when we look back at the continual goodness and the faithfulness of God, we get the, we get the strength to stand in faith in the present and to look at hope in the future. We don't look back at our past with regret. We look at our past with gratitude. 
And so that gives us strength to stand in faith and to say, God, you've been faithful thus far. And therefore you see in the book of Psalms, the psalmist would continually record, record the works of God, the ways of God, the wonders of God. Why? Because when you record and rehearse, record and rehearse, it expands your faith. It strengthens your faith. It transfers your faith to coming generations. It is so important to keep rehearsing, to keep recounting the deeds of God in your life. People who slip into unbelief are people who are not learning to recount and rehearse the goodness of God. God has been good to you, my brother. God has been good to you, my sister. Remember. Don't forget what He's done for you till now. And as you recount that, you rehearse that, your heart is filled with gratitude and you stand in faith in the present. No matter where you stand, you will stand in faith. So, so we stand in faith. But how do we grow in faith? God does a simple thing like a good coach. If you think you've been doing well in the high jump, the coach is going to raise the bar. <laughs> and you think you've got it. Hey, coach, can you see? He says, that was, that's kitty job. Oh, no, coach. How God causes anything to grow is that He stretches you. If you see, one of the ways you know you've been growing in your faith is that you don't have the doubts that you had before. If you still doubt the way you did before five years back, you haven't grown from your faith. You should have new battles. A good warrior has new battles, new battlegrounds, new enemies who are much stronger than the ones before. I fought the lion and the bear, I can take down the giant. A new war, a good warrior has new battles. Are you having the same, the same still battles that you had years ago? You've not grown, man. Mr. Shannon, don't condemn me. No, I'm not condemning you. I'm just telling you the fact, diagnostically. Don't get offended. Gird up your belt and come on and raise up your level of faith. Don't cry like a child. Why are you condemning me? No one's condemning you. Take heed how you hear. Grow in your faith. Because God is about to do powerful things in your life. So God's going to raise the bar, season after season, experience after experience. He's very good at doing it. It doesn't require much effort from his side. It's a <laughs> you know, Matthew chapter 8, we know the story. See, it's, this Christian life is a journey. It's a journey of faith. And in this journey of faith, something about God and seas, you know? Something about God and waters, God and seas. I think the fluidity he likes, you know, not for himself, but for us. 
peixe. <laughs> huh? And so he's constantly changing atmospheric conditions, climatic conditions in this journey. So in Matthew chapter 8, he tells the disciples, we're going to go over to the other side. And the disciples get into the boat, and it says Jesus went to sleep in the stern. Went to sleep, Jesus on the boat. And we know what happened, the storm came. And it says the waves were breaking against the boat. The disciples freaked out, scared, finally rushed down to Jesus. Jesus, aren't you concerned? We're going to all die. Jesus just wakes up, doesn't respond to that. Calms the storm, looks at them and says, Oh, you have little faith. And then it says, they all gasped. <gasps> Who is this? Who is Lord over the waves and the waters? The waves. What, what it was saying in the winds and the sea obey him. The winds and the sea obey him. That was the conclusion or that was what Jesus wanted them to learn from this experience. Okay. What does it say? That even, what sort of a man is this that even winds and sea obey him? Can you just tell that to somebody next to you? The winds and the sea obey him. Okay. Is that what the disciples observed? Was that the conclusion of this study of faith? Okay. So Jesus now says, okay, in just a couple of chapters, I'm going to raise the bar. Amen? In chapter... 14 of Matthew. This time he said, I'm not going to go with them. Let's make this exciting. Let's see how they, how they figure it out among themselves. He says, go boating. Go boating. You know, a few days back, uh, Farhan and me took an ayah to, uh, for a little boating. And it was really cute. Not too large a pond, I may say. But large enough for about four or five of these little things, you, you know, you paddle, you know, it's like a cycle, and not too fast, and, uh, and I was really excited, she wanted to paddle, but her feet weren't reaching, and she, she was adamant that, no, she wanted to paddle, not, not paddle, what do you say, cycle, and uh, finally, we convinced her to be the one who controls the, what do you call it? Yes, whatever, stir it, you know. And she got excited. I pumped her up because I don't want her to come there because she, I, I was getting hurt uh, with the paddle. So I say, girl, you're doing well. And you know, she goes, <laughs> you know. But it was fun. We enjoyed family time. And, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of a boat is good for fun and family time. Now, if, if you want to go to Goa, yeah, that's a bad idea. Sure? You agree with that? Unless like you're bored in life. I mean, you've, you've lost the plot everywhere. It says, you know, I just want, I don't know what to do in life. I'm depressed. <laughs> okay? But if you're, a pers if you're a man on a mission, you've got to change the kind of board, right? So you get into something that's bigger, faster, more powerful, right? Yeah. 
Now, if, if you want to go to U.S., I don't think you would even choose to have a boat if you have the money. What are you going to do? Go fly. You're so brilliant. And what if you want to go to the moon? <laughs> no, right? You're going to take a rocket. Right? See, the destiny determines the kind of transportation. Some of you are trying to paddle your way. And you're saying, God, I'm not experiencing miracles. I'm not experiencing breakthroughs, God. And you're in this little pond of faith of yours for the last 15 years. And say, Pastor, this is not working out. It's nonsense. And somebody's out there making sure that you're going in circles. You're still the same nonsense. You talk the same nonsense. You do the same nonsense. And I tell you what, you will have company. We had company. We had four or five of them. <laughs> and, and I don't know how they built this really. It was fun. It was fun. But there was this, when you go to the other side, it narrows. So all these four or five of them all converge and they're stuck. So this guy from outside will come. Like, like I don't know what he, would th what he thought of himself. <laughs> like, get the heck out of here. It was fun. But you know what? For many, that's, that's their Christian experience till now. Jesus wanted them to understand that. You're going to get to some places by a boat. But you know what? If you want to get there, you've got to walk on water. You've got to change transportation. You're not going to get where God wants you to get by simply or not even by a paddle, not even a motorboard. You've got to walk on water. You've got to walk on water. But some of us have have turned our boats into well-furnished suites. You want to make sure that you don't want to step out of the boat. You're right. So you want to make this as luxury yacht. Like these 35, 45. I just read recently one of the most expensive, luxurious yachts that were made. About $350 million, that's all. Don't become like that. Get out of the boat. Is Jesus telling you something? Is God been speaking to you something? What has he been speaking to you in the season? What is the bar that he's raised for your faith? Do it and you will see the glory of God. So you may say, Shannon, I need great faith. I don't have great faith. I'm not like Arun, he's got great faith. I'm not like Rajesh, he's got such a great faith. He had such an amazing breakthrough. You know, when you put wrong measurements to things, no, you're going to get pretty messed up. Like, that was fantastic 5 kgs of amazing music. Do 
Did you understand? No, I don't think everybody understood because only few laughed. Or others, the rest of you think that was a stupid example. Exactly. There are certain measurements that don't work with some things. You don't measure music, music by weights or scales of, that was 500 meters of amazing guitaring. It's rubbish. So when it comes to faith, I don't think Jesus is impressed by size. What impresses him is maybe the littleness of it, but it's quality. That's why Jesus celebrated, says, yeah, little faith. <laughs> little faith, little authentic faith. Little but authentic can move a mountain. Uh-uh. See, little faith, when connected to the right things, can do amazing, can see amazing things happen. You see, it is not in ourselves. Faith is not self-manufactured. Faith is like a fuse. Everybody say, faith is like a fuse. Could you say that a little louder? Because I'm really shouting and I want you to shout like I'm shouting just today. Bear with me. Faith is like a fuse. Yeah, that sounded like a faithful people. Now say it again. Faith is like a fuse. Come on, now you're getting this. See, fuse has an amazing ability to steward great power. You know what's great power? You know these power generators? Big power generators. Let me, okay, some general knowledge. I told you to read, right? Now let me see if you're obeying. What is the largest hydroelectric project in our nation? Ask your neighbor, you have 30 seconds. Largest hydroelectric project in our nation. Very bad. Some of you have put your head down and you're repenting. Bakra Nangal? Bakra Nangal. You're close. I'll come to that. India has 4,710 dams. Third largest number of dams in the world. Number one, US. Number two, China. Number three, India. 4,710 hydroelectric projects. The biggest is the Tehri Dam. It generates about 2,400 megawatts of power. How much? At least say what I'm saying. You didn't read it and I read it. Now at least repeat what I said. How much? 2,400 megawatts. At least something you learned on Sunday morning that you can boast tomorrow. It is the most powerful, it's the largest, the most powerful uh, hydroelectric project in our nation. We have 10. It's one of the largest in the world. Tehri is Uttarakhand, I think so, where I went. Shikara Baba. <laughs> in terms of retention of water, the largest is Bakra Nangal Dam. Bakra Nangal Dam. Bakra, okay, whatever. Yeah. One thing I got wrong, you will point that. <laughs> you know how much water it retains? 9.4 billion cubic liters of water. 
Now you may say, what is that nonsense? Well, if it releases its water completely, the entire state of Punjab, Delhi, entire Chandigarh, and parts of Haryana will get drowned. Is that a lot of water? That's hydropower, hydroelectric power. And nuclear reactors have taken it to another level. You see, a nuclear reactor on board a US aircraft carrier, on board a US aircraft carrier that floats, can light up the entire state of Texas. That's the power. Now compare, shift paradigms. God! His power. God, his power. Don't leave Jerusalem till you receive power from on high. But Jesus, I'm little, little fuse. I'm little fuse. But God has designed these little fuses, these little fuses to connect to immense power. Where do we get our Bakranangal? Where do we get our Tehri Dam? It's the word of God. You connect to the word of God. You connect to the cross. That divine exchange where the son of God was crucified for you and for me. That by his wounds, we are healed. That he became a curse for us. That the blessing of Abraham would come upon you and your families and your generations. That he took my shame to give me his glory. That the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. That's power. And then you go beyond that to the empty tomb. Where God raised up Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he ascended him on high, seated at his right hand. That's power, my friends. That's power that this world doesn't know. But you have the privilege of connecting your little fuse to that power. And she wake up in the morning. You little one. You little Christos. Little Christ. You wake up in the morning. And you say, Jesus, here I come. With my little fuse. And I lift my hands to you in prayer. I confess your word, Lord. I stand before your throne room and the power generated comes into that little fuse, lights you up, and you blow up on the world around you. So Peter and John would stand there at the gate of the temple, look at that man and say, gold and silver I have not, gold and silver I have not, but I am a fuse, I am a fuse, what I have in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. It's not about the size of faith. It's about the quality of faith. When it comes to faith, it's not size. When it's about faith, simple question. Are you connected? <laughs> Are you connected? Some of you have been fighting the same battle for 10 years. You should have had new battles. 
you should have had new Goliaths. You should have had new fronts right now. You should have conquered greater territories till now. But you're still paddling in your boat in that little pond of yours. Church, I don't speak like this every Sunday. You know that. But today is not a message to condemn you. It's to challenge you to get out of that pond. There's a city waiting for you. There's a nation waiting for you. You take simple steps of faith and obedience and you will be amazed at what God will do through your life. Don't reduce your life to making money. Come on. Don't reduce your life to earning a name. For he will give you a glory that is eternal and everlasting. If you're willing to suffer with him, he will also, you will also be glorified with him. It's an exciting thing to walk with Jesus. Miracles must happen, beloved. We cannot give an excuse for miracles not happening. Don't ever excuse yourself. That's, that's what I call bad theology. That's why I started with that. Oh, if it's not happening for me, it's not meant to happen. Rubbish. My God does miracles. If Jesus was here today, he would do the same thing he was doing 2,000 years ago. In fact, he'll do it in greater because he will use all of us. Hallelujah. It's the silence of the lambs. Processing. How do I get out of my pond into the sea that God's calling me to walk upon the water? There is no rocket science to faith. I tried to find rocket science, Matthew 14 and 18. I say, what is the deep DNA? I realized there's nothing. If you see something that I didn't see, please help me understand. I realize it's only the word of God. The voice of God. Peter saw something that the others didn't. First, they thought it was a ghost. Bad one. <laughs> Imagine misunderstanding Jesus to be a ghost terrible. <laughs> I'm glad Jesus, is, Jesus didn't get offended. He doesn't get offended. What if somebody called you ghost? <laughs> you wouldn't come to church next Sunday. Terrible. I go to church, they call me ghost. Ghost. Jesus said, hey, Jesus, beautiful. Take courage, it is I. <laughs> Peter, something happens. See, Peter, I love the guy, impulsive. You know, somehow impulsive people are better at taking risks of faith. Jesus, if it is you, <laughs> one word, come. And you know what? Peter did what no human had done. He walked on water. Amazing. Amazing. And dare not the other 11 say, hey, what man, Pedro? You got scared. Pedro would have jabbed all 11. Ketre, Aochalo, tu boslote. Aw, at least Chalo, re. At least I walked. You stood in the boat. And if you do mistakes in your walk of faith, he will never let you drown. Because you tried, and he appreciates that. You tried. You prayed for people who were sick and they didn't get healed. That's okay. You tried. 
they will start getting healed i don't know how but why why the delay why they don't get healed i don't know yaar why are you asking me it doesn't matter we're supposed to obey we pray we preach the gospel we tell people about jesus we be bold and we let god do what we cannot do and we're not called to do salvation is not ours it's the lord's the lord saves the lord heals so this time i ask you my brothers and sisters look at me right now you cannot escape you cannot escape not me you cannot escape this question what is god speaking to you right now what is god asking of you right now what is the boat that you have cushioned yourself in that he wants you to step out what are the waters he's calling you to are you willing to take the risk of faith are you willing to take the risk of faith are you willing to take the risk of faith abraham took the risk joshua took the risk david took the risk are you willing to take the risk the list of the heroes of faith is still open you and i can be a part of it wouldn't you like on that day on the day when the lord rewards the righteous wouldn't you like your name to be on that list <laughs> you see it's interesting in that list of faith are names of people that would probably offend you that you wouldn't select and i wouldn't select but they're still there too bad but they're there you know why they took faith filled risks are you willing to take the risk or you want to still kaisa aa re pondra sala tala practice karta re aur pai katla ja rahe the move jata hallelujah you come to church like that it shows sorry you go to work like that you come home like that walk on water walk on water now you may say how simple little fuse each of you you know you're you're a fuse you've got immense potential you're designed you're circuited to be a fuse you don't have to do anything how do i become fuse you are a fuse see so used to paddling you didn't know you're a fuse there's the old old worn out story of the eagle who fell into a camp of eaglet who fell into a camp of chickens and thought she was a chicken because she was in the midst of chickens eagle can you picture an eagle behaving like a chicken can you that's how some christians are you're an eagle pak 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 and then pastors coming from behind you're not you're not a chicken pak 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 
go to other church where they will allow me and accept me as I am. Ah, I want to accept you as you are. You're not a chicken. You're an eagle. <laughs> tell somebody next to you, man, I'm not a chicken. You're looking at an eagle. Don't tell me. Tell your neighbor. I'm an eagle. I'm an eagle. So what you need to do? Connect. Simple. Connect. Connect with the Lord. Your Abba Father wants you to fly. Your Abba Father wants you to walk on water. Your Abba Father wants to show you amazing things. It's an, an exciting thing to walk with Jesus. He wants to show you great things. Now there will be some Thodford. Like Thodford will be there even in the pond. So it's better you have Thodford in, in, your, in your path of destiny, right? You're going to have troubles everywhere. You show me a place on this earth where there's no trouble, I will join you. We'll sit there, we'll play pity party, kitty party. But there no such place exists. So it's better that I go through suffering and struggles and persecution and challenges on the path of faith. Walk in faith, church. Walk in faith. Walk in faith. I love worship on Sunday morning. But sometimes I'll tell you something. I struggle in my heart with worship on Sunday morning. You know why? Because if it remains here, this is showbiz. Let me say it and call it out as it is. If praise happens here only, it's showbiz. Take this there. Praise Him on the streets. Praise Him and worship Him in your workplace. Make an altar in your homes. Healings, yes, on Sunday morning. Healings in prayer meetings. But how about healings in hospitals? Oh. How about healings in your workplaces? How about healings in your neighborhood? It should happen. It should happen. And your little fuse is important. You connect. You come to Jesus by His grace. You say, Lord, I come to you as I am, yet I don't want to remain as I am. I come to you by your grace, Lord. I come to you by the shed blood of your son, Jesus. I come before the throne, your throne, God. You are high and lifted up. And I come in faith. I come with gratitude. And I connect to your word. And God will speak to you from his word. The word comes alive and the word challenges you. What is use of what is written if it is not applicable in your life? It is written over there for our instruction, for our learning, for our application. And you connect to the cross. Because it was all paid for. It was all done for on the cross for you and me. And you connect to the empty tomb because he's risen. He's not there. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He rules and reigns over all. That's why he said, all authority in heaven and earth is given unto me. Therefore, go in my name. Preach the gospel. Make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe. You know what's the interesting thing? 
don't teach them commandments. Of course you teach them commandments. Don't, don't say Shannon is saying something wrong. Teach them the commandment. Teaching them to obey. It's time to obey. It's time to take risk. My brothers and sisters, are you willing to take that risk? I'm asking you again, what has God been speaking to you? And he says, Shannon, I've not been hearing him for a long time. That's not good. Get back into his presence. Get honest with him. Remove the blocks that in your, in your heart, on your spiritual ears and eyes and say, God, heal my eyes and ears. I need to see you. I need to hear you. I can't grope in darkness. I'm going to knock my head very badly one of these days. I want to walk in the light. Stop excusing your backsliding. And get right with God. And God will heal you. God will bless you. Hallelujah. India must know Jesus. <laughs> and they are not going to know him if you and I are going to sit and paddle in a pond. Father, I pray that you would shake the comfort zone of every brother and sister and family in this room. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you will shake them. Visions and dreams at night, oh God, speak to them from your word. Heal the backsliding of those who have fallen into a comfort zone of unbelief. Father, I pray, shake our equilibrium, oh God. Oh Lord, we are not there, we confess. But we want to move on to the paths of greater faith. Lord, we thank you that you have taken our boats many times across, many times across. But it's time now, Lord, for us to learn to walk on water. I pray for this church that Utsa will not remain a cozy cottage fellowship, a cozy club. Lord, I pray that Utsa will become a movement of the Holy Spirit. And I pray this not only for Utsa, but for the entire New Life Fellowship movement in India. That we will become a movement of the Holy Spirit, oh God, carrying your gospel, carrying your goodness, carrying your glory, carrying your anointing to the uttermost parts of this nation, oh God. And I pray that it would begin with our families, it would begin with our friends and our workplaces, that the city of Mumbai will know you, Jesus. That I pray that we will not get, uh, yeah, Lord, deceived into the love of money, oh Lord, of the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, Lord. But I pray, light the fire. That cannot be quenched, oh Lord. Lord, help us and teach us to not walk by sight, to walk by faith. Lord, I thank you for all that your sons and daughters did for our nation, from other nations who came and invested, Lord. Centuries after centuries, Lord, have sowed their tears and sowed their blood in our nation, God. But I pray, Lord, that today would be payback time. That we would rise up in our nation. And we would take your glory, not only to our nation, but the nations of the earth, O oh Lord. That India will be a giving nation. That the church in India will be generous, O oh God. Generous in the anointing, generous in faith, generous in finances, O oh Lord. And whatever be the outcome of the elections, we leave that to you. We're going to pray. But whatever be the outcome, we know the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns over our nation. Father, help us to grow in faith. Pray for yourself, beloved.
Take this moment, pray for yourself. Lift up your hands, lift up your voices where you were sitting and pray and ask the Lord. Stop making excuses, I want to say. Stop making excuses. Oh Lord, help us. Grow in faith. Grow in faith. Yes, Lord. Grow in the quality of our faith. Though our faith be little, but if it's authentic, if we are connected to you, we can cast mountains into the sea. We can see great breakthroughs come. Lord, I thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Is there anybody who needs prayer for healing right now? Would you just stand up wherever you are? Just pray for healing right now. I want to do it step by step. Don't feel sad. Can, can somebody come on the keyboards? Thank you, God. Worship you, Jesus. Anybody, you're sick in your body uh, or you want to pray for somebody on behalf of somebody else who's unwell, would you just stand wherever you are and we want to pray for you. Thank you, God. Oh, we worship you. We bless your name. Thank you, Father. Wonderful. Just appreciate your step of faith, standing where you are. I appreciate your step of faith. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Would you just tell the Lord? Would you just tell the Lord what, what you are desiring of him? It's amazing how Jesus asked Bartimaeus, what would you want me to do for you? He wanted Bartimaeus to be specific and to, to speak out what his request was. So as you're standing here, we're standing in the presence of God. We're standing in faith. Just ask the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. How many of you who are sitting down believe that God can heal these people right now? You believe that? Really, the people who are sitting, you believe that God can heal these precious brothers and sisters? Okay, here's what I want to do. I want those who are sitting down to gather around each of them and pray for them right now. Come on, quickly. Come on, the ones who are around them. Come on, the ones who are sitting down. Just gather around the ones who are standing. If you're comfortable to share, if you're comfortable to share, the ones who are needing prayer, the ones who are needing prayer, would you share what you need prayer for? If you're comfortable sharing. Thank you, God. If there's anybody who is not having anybody to pray for. Okay, all right. First, ask them what they need prayer for. Ask them, come on. Bless your name, Lord. Pray for them. Pray for healing right now. Believe God for healing, beloved. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless your name. Father, we bless your name. 
take another minute and pray. Take another minute and pray. Believe God as you're praying. Pray in faith, beloved. Pray in faith. Yes. Believe God. That His power can flow through you. Thank you, Lord. Worship you. Amen. Now, could you ask the person whom you've prayed for, how are they feeling? That's a step of faith by asking the person. Could you ask the person how they're feeling? And is there any tangible change in what they are feeling, in what they're experiencing? Just ask. If they aren't, don't worry. We're going to pray again. And we also believe that God can heal the person even after they have moved from it because we believe the healing has begun. So could you ask the person? Could you ask the person? Okay. Is there anybody who's feeling better? No? Is there anybody who's feeling better? Okay. Oscar, you feeling better? Sure. <laughs> I believe you. Okay, great. Is there anybody else? Auntie? You're feeling better. Fantastic. Thank you, Lord. Nancy Andy is feeling better. Shuba, you're feeling better. Praise God. Is, isn't that good news? You're, you're really feeling better? Thank you, God. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Is there anybody else? You're feeling better, Uncle? You're sure you're not being compelled to say you had a shoulder pain and you're feeling better? What? Can you try what you couldn't do before with this? Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's just give God glory. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. Great. Would you try praying for the person again who you prayed for? So that let's, let's just push forth our faith a little more. Come on. Just try again praying for that person next to you who you were praying for. Come on. Let's just go for it again. Let's back up with more prayer. Come on. Let's back up with a little more prayer. <laughs> prayer faith does not give up. So try. your name Lord we thank you we give you glory we give you honor great thank you God amen can you ask them now you're feeling better oh thank you Lord thank you Jesus we give you glory Lord come on let's give the Lord a hand of praise we thank you, Father. So one of these Sundays, I'm going to share with you about how Jesus healed me. I'm not going to tell you the details, but I'm going to tell you what Jesus has done for me. And I'm so grateful to God that I have taught in healing 
but it's a completely another thing when god heals you personally amen it's an amazing thing so i'm going to share with you and we're going to pray that day for so we'll declare it in advance and we'll believe god for healing to happen amen we're going to believe that you get people who are unwell and we believe that god can heal them okay let's all stand right now i want to pray for people who are needing breakthroughs in their life and if and i want to pray even for people that god is speaking you something and you're probably struggling and with doubts or whatever or questions i'm going to pray that god would minister to you right now thank you father thank you lord can we just lift our voices to lord lift our voices if you have the gifts of tongues just pray in tongues lift your voice and pray lift your voice and pray reach out in faith to god connect to the lord connect to the lord connect to the lord connect to the source of your power connect to the word of god remember the promises of god come to the cross come to the empty tomb come to the throne room of god visualize yourself coming into the presence of god come to him in faith come on lift your voices beloved give voice to your faith give voice to your faith begin to reach out to god in faith and say lord i'm believing you god for the breakthrough that i need in my life the breakthrough that i need in my family the breakthrough that i need in my ministry the breakthrough that i need oh god in my finances god i want to be blessed to be a blessing god pray that god will use you as a powerful witness in our city believe god for breakthroughs believe god for a fresh anointing believe god for a fresh anointing believe god for a mighty move of your spirit in your life a mighty move of the spirit in your life we thank you god pray brothers and sisters pray connect to the lord oh god we lift our voice to you lord God. Thank you God. Thank you Lord. Thank you Father. Father right now we pray for every brother and sister over here God who's standing in your presence. Standing in faith, standing with sense of expectation. You are Baal Perazim, the master of breakthroughs. Our Father Father, I pray that by the power of your spirit, those breakthroughs would come now, Lord. Would come now, God. Those breakthroughs would come now, Lord. Would come now, Lord. You said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, believing. In prayer, you will receive it. And so we pray, God, let the breakthroughs come now. Let the breakthroughs come, God. Not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of God. Lord, we pray for salvation of entire families, O oh God people who are praying for their loved ones, their parents, their husbands, their wives, their children. We pray for the breakthroughs to come, God. We stand in faith and we thank you, God, that you have brought us thus far. But we believe you, God, for greater things in the coming days. Greater things in the coming days. Greater things, God. We exalt you. We exalt you. We magnify you, God, over our lives, over our situations. over our situations we believe you for breakthroughs in finances people who are in debt god i pray that you will give them the wisdom and the power to not only see that debt cancelled oh god to not only overcome that god but to become blessed to be a blessing oh father 
to be generous givers, oh God, to be strong in their finances, to be a blessing in your kingdom, God, and in our society. I want to pray for one very important thing, and I, I'm going to invite everyone to lift your hands just as an act of agreement. And that is that you will be a powerful witness of the gospel in our city. Beloved, if you're a true disciple of Jesus, you cannot not take the responsibility to pray and to pursue people with the gospel. If you aren't, that's not right. You need to question yourself, are you a true disciple of Jesus then? If you're a true disciple of Jesus, you're a true worshiper of the Father, you will gladly, passionately carry the responsibility of being a true witness of praying and pursuing people in love in passion that they will know Jesus don't be a pushover don't say oh that's somebody else's that's not a true disciple that's not how a true disciple talks a disciple is one who makes disciples and I want to challenge you be a true disciple of Jesus if you confess him as your Savior and Lord I want to invite you to lift your hands up and pray for yourself that God fill me with a fresh anointing. Light a fire in my heart, oh God. Light a fire in my heart. Light a fire in my heart, God. And anoint me afresh to tell people about Jesus, to take responsibility of my family, to take responsibility of my, of my colleagues in my workplace, of my friends, of my relatives, of my oikos, of my oikos. I want people to know Jesus. I want people to experience who Jesus is through my life. I want them to experience your love, Abba Father. I want them to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray for yourself, my brothers and sisters. Pray for yourself. Lord, I don't want to be lazy. I don't want to be careless and casual about this. I have a short time on this earth, God. I want to fulfill your purpose. Come on, come on. Pray for yourself, beloved. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Pray in tongues. Pray passionately. Pray for yourself. Thank you, God. We bless your name. We bless your name, God. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never failed me all my days. I've been held in your hand From the moment that I wake up Till I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never failed me all my days, I've been held in your hand. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. been so, so good with every breath that I am made. Oh, I will sing 
of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. And in darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. Oh, and all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so The goodness of God. All my life, Lord, and all my life, you have been faithful. Oh, my Lord, and all my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am faithful, oh, I will sing of the pray for those who are in a season where you have upped the bar of faith. I thank you, Jesus, that you pray for us. You prayed for Peter, Lord, and that's why he came through. I thank you, Jesus, that you are right now at the right hand of the Father interceding for us, our great high priest, that my brothers and sisters and me standing here will not fail we will come through in faith we will succeed and we will do well in this season where you have upped the bar of faith I thank you that you are kind and you're compassionate and yet Lord I know that you're not the one who's gonna let us stay in the boat you're gonna you're gonna rock the boat so that we will step into that greater joy of seeing you do what we have not seen yet, God. Not just for us, but with us. That you're inviting us and challenging us to partner with you. Not for ourselves, but for this city, for this nation, this great nation of India, this beautiful nation of India, that from the north to the south and the east to the west, India will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Oh, Father, I pray that we little Christos over here, our, we little fuses, will always be connected daily to the power of your Holy Spirit. 
the dunamis. And we will see your power flow in and through us. Into our communities. Into our workplaces. And we will see kingdom transformation. Kingdom transformation, God. As you anoint us, empower us, and lead us to preach the gospel. Thank you, Father, for the great harvest that is coming in our nation. Great harvest. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that this church will become a movement of the Holy Spirit, is a movement of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. I pray blessing over every family that is represented here, whether they stand together or just, just one person over here. I pray your blessing over every family represented over here. Your blessing, Father. Your shalom, your well-being. That they will prosper in all things and be in health, even as their soul prospers. Do you be all the glory. Can we lift our hands and give God all the glory before we just close? We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, all our worship. We thank you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And on the people say, Amen. 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 God bless you. I'll meet you in a few moments. Meet.